Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533. And the great Bob Seger with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 40. That doesn't sound so bad. Tonight, clear, low of 24. Virtually the same tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 41. It's about 28 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, if you're going to be listening to the Bax and Nagel, uh, Bax and Nagel, Nagel, Bax and Nagel Daily Podcast, make sure you check it out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. It's brought to you by Marcotte Ford, the got-your-back-for-sale service parts and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Scott Cohn will be here today. There's loads of sports to talk about. Super Bowl Sunday is right around the corner, six days away. About 143 hours away from right this very moment, give or take an hour or so. We'll talk about that. A lot of other stuff coming up this morning, too. It's 534 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Listen for Snow Country Ski Reports Monday through Friday at 9.45 a.m. <laughs> Rock 102. Hey. Springfield's Classic hey. Rock. It's 5.52 and Journey. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I know. I just got here and uh, uh, just well, starting to pay attention I, now. I, I'm the one that's late all the time. I, I don't know uh, what you're doing over there. <laughs> I don't know if I know either. That's okay. Anyway, uh, Scott Cohen coming up later on. There's all kinds of uh, stuff as well, and uh, you can just start right now. Oh, right now? Like, just like... Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, the Grammys, like everything else these days, were all about Taylor Swift. Early in the night, Taylor won her 13th Grammy for Best Pop Vocal. That's Taylor's lucky number, of course. Of course. And during her speech, she dropped an announcement on us. She has a brand new album on the way. Shut hallelujah up. It's called The Tortured Poets Department, and it drops on April 19th. Why wouldn't it drop on April 13th, like all of her other 13 days? You bring up an excellent question. Taylor also became the first person to win the Album of the Year four times when she won for Midnight's. Celine Dion presented that award, and she looked and sounded great despite all the health issues that we've been hearing about with Celine Dion. Mm. Uh, one thing Taylor did not do last night was mention Travis Kelsey. She also didn't perform, but there were some great performances last night. Tracy Chapman was a surprise guest for Luke Combs' version of Fast Car. That was they, actually pretty cool. And they crushed it. They did, actually. You know, I don't like his version of it, though. I really, I there's nothing about that that version that he does. No, I'm not crazy about it either, but, you know, it, it was, she doesn't perform. Yeah. She rarely ever performs and doesn't have anything to do with music anymore. So to get her on stage to do that, that was yeah. actually pretty cool. Uh, Miley Cyrus seemed to be having the time of her life performing Flowers. She even gave the uh, song a little... Tina Turner style finish and worked that fact that she just won her first Grammy into the lyrics. Oh, cool. Uh, speaking of Tina Turner, uh, Fantasia Barino performed Proud Mary in her honor during the In Memoriam segment. And mm. uh, yeah, she was the uh, good choice for that one too. Annie Lennox was also part of the In Memoriam package. I didn't realize she died, Annie Lennox. What? Last year, when did, la- obviously, little last year. Annie Lennox died? Oh, or, or, oh, she delivered a tribute. Oh, I was going to say, I thought she was still uh, very healthy. Annie died? No, she didn't. She delivered an emotional tribute to Sinead O'Connor ah, and yeah. calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. Billie Eilish won Song of the Year, What Was I Made For? And she also performed. 
Joni Mitchell won Best Folk Album. Huh, I've never heard of her before. She and performed on the Grammy stage for the first time ever at the age of 80. Wow. She, she did both sides now with Brandy Carlisle. Jay-Z won the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award and bought uh, Blue Ivy on stage with him to accept. During his speech, he took a moment to call out the injustice of Beyonce never winning album of the year. Hmm. He said, quote, she has more Grammys than anyone who has never won album of the year. Think about that. That doesn't work. Yes, it does. You can be recognized for one thing and not recognized for another. And um, just be... And just, yeah. yeah, just because you won all these Grammys doesn't mean that your album was the greatest of the year. And frankly, have you watched the Grammys? <laughs> it's not even about music anymore. It hasn't been about music in years. Uh, so, yeah, he added, quote, some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. Some of you don't even uh, belong in the categories. Okay. Uh, but you know what? There was uh, there was another Grammy uh, win uh, last night. Let's see. Uh, what's a, what's what's her name here? Because she's local. Carla Petulo from Wilbraham went to oh, Minich- yeah. went to Minichog High School. They, I the saw same s- year I went there. And you didn't know her, and she didn't know you. I might have seen her walking around the hall a time or two, but that was about it. Well, I'll be damned. If she only knew she had went to school with somebody so famous, such as myself. God, this would be such an exciting thing. Yeah. Hey, I uh, I didn't win a Grammy, but I won a Mass Live Reader Rave Award once. You know what? That would be pretty impressive. If there were some sort of alumni newsletter, I yeah. would put that above her little Grammy win. Yeah, so Carla Petullo, uh, congratulations, wins a Grammy for her award for Best New Age... Best New Age Ambient or Chant Album. Hmm. So. That's cool. There you go. Local tie to the Grammys. Uh, a woman who I've talked to many times on my podcast I went to college with. Yeah. Uh, just won her fourth Grammy. Cheryl oh. Pavelski from Omnivore Recordings. Oh, that's right. You were talking about her being nominated for that. She, uh, they, they do like a lot of historical reissues and they had done one called uh, Written in Their Soul, the Stack Songwriter Demos. Yeah. This is now her fourth Grammy. Oh, awesome. Uh, how about that? Good lady. Um, Drake reminded artists that the Grammys, quote, doesn't dictate crap in our world. But he did give a congratulations to whoever would go on to win anything for hip hop. So it doesn't mean anything unless something you're interested wins a category, wins, well, wins an award for. In fairness, yeah. if he wants to associate the Grammys with crap, <laughs> he should have a whole room of Grammys. I hate the Drake. I'd loathe the Drake. Uh, Carl Weathers died in his sleep Thursday night. He was 76. He played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies and also starred in Predator, Happy Gilmore, and Arrested Development. That was a tough one. I didn't expect that one. Well, I thought uh, that was one of those ones when they put it up. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought he died like two years ago. No, no, no. Burt Young, the guy that played Paulie, died. That's what it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Ayo Eribiri used her gig hosting SNL this week. Is that how you say it? Yes, it's pronounced SNL. Ayo, no, yeah. Uh, This weekend, used her gig hosting SNL this weekend to uh, right a wrong from a few years ago. Back in 2020, Ayo called Jennifer Lopez's music career, quote, one long scam and suggested that she can't sing and doesn't even sing her own music. Well, J-Lo just happened to be the musical guest on the weekend show, and while they didn't interact directly, uh, Io played a contestant in a game show uh, sketch called Why'd You Say It? 
And she said, quote, okay, okay, we get it. It's wrong to leave mean comments or post comments just for clout or run your mouth on a podcast and you don't consider the impact because you're 24 and you're stupid. Well, at least they uh, realized. Yeah, at least, at least now she can start uh, mending those fences. She wasn't specifically apologizing to J-Lo, but that seemed to be the intent of it. Well, there you go. I'm glad you glad you got that out of the way. Yes. Kim Kardashian shared pictures of the gorgeous rustic log home she rented for her and her family during her most recent Aspen ski vacation. Fans have commented on how uh, Yellowstone-like the home is with its beautiful hot woodwork, mm. high ceilings, and exposed logs. I'm sure she must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I saw an exposed log was when Ray J stuffed his banana conda into my curious gorge in that sex tape you could purchase <laughs> on YouPorn. Who was the man in the yellow hat? Hello. <laughs> Caitlin? I never got that done to do with him by the Chris Kim, but I once hiked the pigskin right into the tight end. <laughs> I pulled off the hornerback sneak what you- with an in-and-out pattern deep into the bend zone. <sighs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is after my completion, I celebrated by doing the icky shuffle all over her until I was flagged for unsportsmanlike spaffing. Did you ever do the icky shuffle? Why, in fact, I might have. I can't wait till next Sunday. It's going to be a blowout. Uh, And that is your get the guacahole out. It's a natural Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! 300. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 and Rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 38. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. we got uh, Scott Cohen coming up uh, next hour. There's lots of talk about Super Bowls next weekend. Uh, what yeah. have you? A Super Bowl is next weekend? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes, another one. Uh, what a weekend. What a busy weekend. Uh, we had uh, Friday. We had the uh, the Aquanet show mm-hmm. down at uh, down at MGM. That was packed, man. I'm telling you what, people love those things. I think their max cap up there is uh, five hundred people in that room. Yeah, and then uh, people who show up after you know seven thirty when the band starts uh, are kind of out of luck because they're only letting people in. There's a fire code. You can only let so many people in the in the room. Right. So there's a, like a line of people waiting outside, but um. see, <laughs> again, it, it's like a, everybody wants to see these shows now. Like this weekend, for example, this yeah. week, it's uh, it's trailer trash. Yeah. All right. So they have their own crowd already built in, and yeah. Pat's going to host. Yeah. And so you have to anticipate that if it's going to be trailer trash. Yeah. It's going to be a busy-ass night. Yeah. Well, I would suggest getting there Thursday morning and sleeping over. Aquanet was no exception. I mean, they have a huge following as well, and uh, that was uh, that, that was pretty cool to see. The, yeah. That, it's nice to see downtown busy. Yeah, I've been saying it for the last couple of years. It's you know, I remember years ago uh, going out to like the entertainment district and stuff, and it mm-hmm. was like, eh, you don't want to go out here past a certain time or – or a certain hour of the uh, the evening. Remember when people yeah. used to say, uh, "Oh, I'm going to go downtown," and the re- immediate reaction is, "Why? Why? Yeah. What well, are you, what are you going down there to score?" Exactly. You, you exactly know. my point. But uh, but no, it was a, it was a pretty uh, pretty busy night. Now here's here's the good news for for uh-huh. this Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Thunderbirds aren't playing until Saturday. 
Okay. So you're not going to have the problem we had during week one where everybody's right. trying to get into that parking lot at the same time. Yeah. So that's that's good. For 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 the trailer trash show, I think that helps everybody. I had no problems getting MGM on Friday, even with uh, the influx of people for the Aquanet show. Yeah. So that was uh, it was pretty pretty good times there. I think if there hadn't been a hockey game going on yeah. at the same time, then it would have been no problem at all. But if you have both at right. the same time, you got to make accommodations. I uh, I do appreciate though people who are like still stuck in time. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch people show up to those uh, like the Aquanet show is obviously a big '80s show, and there there are people there who are still stuck in that time zone with, with the with the hair and the jeans and the jackets and mm-hmm. everything else. You remember a couple of years ago? I think it may have been Aquanet. Uh, and it may have been, I don't remember if it was like the Stern Square concerts or whether it was uh, MGM, but they, uh, Mass Live had taken this this picture of these two women who are kind of 80s up a little bit, yeah. teased out hair, clearly been uh, maybe overserved by that point. Yeah. Well, I mean. And, uh, you know, they were sticking their tongues out and, and one did this, like uh, this victory sign as she was doing it at the same time. Yeah. Suggesting things other than I'm enjoying the show. Um, and that was on the front page of the damn newspaper. Wow. I'm so proud of Springfield yeah, when we hey, all get together. We always do something that makes everybody proud. We really truly yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's I a also nice like the community we have. I also here. like the fact that they were able to give their names to the photographer from Mass Live, so that everybody yeah. knew who they were. Yeah, that was nice too. Well, they, uh, didn't, they didn't put up a phony name like uh, you know Barry McCockner or something like that. They yeah, didn't do that. They didn't do that. No. Yeah. Did they uh, on their? Did they have a, a tattoo on their tongue with a target on it? Because. <laughs> I saw that over the weekend. I thought that was pretty interesting. A tongue tattoo? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, A tongue tattoo with a target on it. <laughs> I don't know what you'd what you'd throw at yeah, that. I, a lawn <laughs> dart or something? I don't can't know. Even, yeah. Can I imagine? It's like it, it's it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the worst game of cornhole I'd ever seen. Absolutely. Um but uh, so so Friday night went well. There was a there was a ton of people there at MGM. I, and then I stopped over and saw Barry. Barry was over at uh, the Rumble seat uh, with the Grateful Dead cover band. There. Lobsters from Mars. Lobsters from sure. Mars. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a good night. Too. Well, Barry's a big Deadhead. People probably don't uh, realize that about Barry. He's a big uh, big Grateful Dead nut. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, it was it was that that was packed in there too. I only stayed for a little bit, <coughs> and then I took off. But then. Uh, the next night, uh, we went to Bourbon Barbecue and Blues. Mm-hmm. I saw you there for a little while. You made a very short appearance. I was only required to be there for a, a brief period of time. I asked ahead of time, how long am I absolutely required that, to be there? That is very diva-like. No, it wasn't. It would have been a long day. Oh, I'm sure it had and, been. And, and but, uh, uh, it's this, like this is your job. This is what we do. People want to hang out with us and 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 be with us. I stayed the entire time. That's because you had tickets. Well, yeah, but I would have stayed the entire time anyway. You've never stayed the entire time for that, have you? No, because we were only told that we only had to be there for 45 minutes. See, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. getting at. I was there for a good 35, and then uh, I made my uh, my uh, exit. I got to tell you, man, I don't think I've ever had a bad meal at the uh, the Log Cabin or Delaney House uh, entities. Nope. 
They that food on Saturday night was probably some of the best short rib I ever had, and I'm not even a big short rib fan. Like I'm more of like a like a briskety kind of sure. guy. But uh, that was fantastic with all the salads they had. They had mm-hmm. this like uh, barbecue chicken salad uh, thing that came out with blue cheese, and but it was like a Southwest yeah. mix. It was really good. Well, Mick is around the place now. Okay, so you know, dude's a chef. Got to tell you. He's marbling everything. He's, everything is about marbling. Mar- uh, yeah, right. But uh, but man, that was a that was a good night. Neil and the Vipers were rocking the place. Yeah. There was some guy walking around with a glass on his head. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, you posted that picture. I'm not really sure what that's about. Maybe that was a little too many bourbon samples. Yeah, the one thing about that that event, so everybody sits down. It's a sit down meal, and then there's four shots of of bourbon, and each one is paired yeah. with one of the courses of the meal. But too often, you will see someone say, ooh, four free shots. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Before the meal's even served. Yeah. And, and that's uh, yeah, that defeats the whole purpose of the of the tasting. Not really. I mean, if you're paying a, a good a good amount of money for a ticket to an event like that, you can do whatever the hell you want. With I, I understand that. But, but when it comes to, like, you know, pairing it so that you get the maximum flavor of both the food and the bourbon. Yeah. You're defeating the purpose of the well, of the of the bourbon tasting. How else are you supposed to distinguish the alcoholics from the aficionados? Because the alcoholics are the ones that have had like five deep at the bar yeah. before the dinner is served. That's true, and but they're also slugging the shots on the table. Yeah. that are there. You just got to show a little bit of patience. Yeah. You're gonna get to, you'll you'll get to all of them. Don't worry. But they had this. Uh, they had a cheesecake, which was uh, which was oh, good. Yeah. And the and the thing is, a lot of the people at our table left. So then uh, there was leftovers. There was uh, two ladies sitting at the at the table with us, and uh, they packed up a bunch of cheesecake. You know, it was. I was like, man, you you just got like a. That's probably like a fifty dollar cheesecake. You wow. Just, you just got. You got four or five pieces of it. You got half of it there. So I would have tried to negotiate them leaving the cheesecake behind, so I would have gotten a second or third piece of cheesecake. That's a good idea, too. Right? Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking about. Um, and but, I'll tell you what. The more bourbon I have, the better the bargain is. Absolutely. Then I start to really haggle. You're shoving bourbon shots and cheesecake down your throat? That's it. Uh, are you an alcoholic or an aficionado? I'm uh, an aficionado. Uh, and then so then Sunday night, I had, uh, I had a comedy show down at White Lion uh, with Rafi Gonzalez. How'd that go? Uh, that was actually pretty good. They raised uh, They raised $5,000. For the uh, Boston Children's Hospital, very nice. Um, and they had some, you know, pretty good raffle prizes out there and stuff. And White Lion, I was, I was a little uh, co- not concerned, but like uh, confused on how they would set up the comedy show and what they did in that one section over, like when you walk in by the street. By the street, there's that like area where there's tables there where they kind of turned all those into chairs, so they lined them up in rows. Oh, okay. So then people uh, sat there, and I think it was a, it was a pretty good night. And, That's awesome. Uh, Do you wear yeah. the tux? I did wear the tux. Telling you what, man, that's that's comedy gold right there. Listen, you can you can get away with saying a lot of different things in a tux versus uh, not being in one. If you showed up there wearing like a, you know you know ratty pants and a t shirt or mm-hmm. you know big a big sweatshirt and a hat, yeah, you know like a baseball cap, like a regular comedian, right? Yeah, you know you could say filthy things. We're gonna walk away. It's like oh my god, that, he was way too filthy. But if you show up in a tux, same material, they're gonna say. I feel like I was just at a very professional performance. Yeah. yeah which is, it's all psychological. It's a psychological game. 
And, uh, you know, Ashley from uh, from White Lion yep. was there. And she, and she got up and introduced herself. And, and then she kind of did this thing where she, she looked over and she goes, and then uh, Raffi and Steve are here. I, I think they're going to make you laugh. Like that kind of thing. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I wanted to say, I'll make you laugh. Waiting 30 minutes for some chicken tenders. That's what make you laugh <laughs> that's around funny. here. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's happened right. to me while I was yeah. sitting there waiting for the thing. But no, it was a it was a good. By the way, the food down there. It's always great. I had these chicken tenders. It's mm-hmm. it would it's Jackal. It's the guy who runs Jackalope that makes the yeah. food there, right? Andrew Brown does it. Yeah. Great. And it's uh these chicken tenders, it was buffalo ish. Mm-hmm. It was highbrow buffalo ish or something uh. like that. Dude, so freaking good. I know. It's amazing. There you go. Great stuff. It's uh, 624 with Bax and Nagel and Rock. It's 627 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's really good at it. Uh, hey, check out uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week. Uh, my guest is Rain Lafreniere from the band Blue Foria. It's an up-and-coming band. It's very, very good, originally out of, uh, out of uh, Oregon. And uh, really interesting young kid. Really interesting. He's done like TED Talks already and uh, really fascinating stuff. You can check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and rock102.com. It's all brought to you by Metro, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Chicken Meat. <laughs> Visit them at uh, MetroJeep.com. Uh, you ready to laugh? I am. All right, let's laugh. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. So a guy goes to the doctor because his junk is bright red. Bright red? Yeah, and he's never seen anything like this before. So he goes into the uh, doctor's office, and the doctor, after a short examination, leaves the room and comes back with a bottle and a cotton swab. He proceeds to apply this lotion to the affected area. Clears up immediately. No kidding. Right? And the guy is like, oh, my God, I'm so relieved. Thank you so much, doctor. What is that? And the doctor says, lipstick remover. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't even get it. That's, uh, that's weird, isn't it? Uh, why would that uh, cure some medical? Thing. Yeah, I know. That's weird. Backs and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your 631. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The uh, Enfield police were called to a home on Munda Drive on Sunday after a man barricaded himself inside. According to the Enfield police, at about 10.33 a.m., officers received reports of an active home invasion at one Munda Drive with suspects still inside. When uh, officers arrived, they heard noises and yelling from inside the home. When officers entered the home, they ensured that it was clear with the only man left barricaded inside. The man claimed to have guns and a bomb. A bomb? A bomb. A bo- no, not a bomb. A bomb. <laughs> a bomb. Uh, the Capital Region Emergency Services Team, or CREST, that's a... Uh, they fight cavities well, and uh, resolve these kinds of situations. Well, that, that, that replaces Colgate for the uh, team. I guess. They were called in and negotiators were able to contact the man who was experiencing a mental health crisis. The suspect was taken into custody after two hours and there is no evidence that a burglary or a home invasion even occurred. There is no danger to the public. So it's all over, though. So there well, thank go. goodness. Thank goodness is right. Uh, three men were arrested after police seized a trafficking amount of heroin and cocaine from an apartment building on White Street in Springfield. According to the Springfield Police Department, an investigation began in the summer of 2023 into the illegal distribution of heroin from an apartment and basement of 150 White Street. Detectives identified the suspects as 49-year-old 
Helpy Montero Martin- Martinez. Helpy? Helpy. H-E-L-P-Y. Hmm. Helpy Montero. He seems like he'd be very helpful. You're being a little unhelpy right now by not cooperating with this investigation. <laughs> You're not being very helpy. And 23-year-old Justin Ramos, during the uh, surveillance of the uh, bu- apartment building on Thursday, Detective saw Helpy and Ramos get into a SUV. The vehicle stopped on Hancock Street. <laughs> Street. And a man later identified as 49-year-old Louis Valentin got in the SUV. Won't you be my Valentin? I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some help. Yeah. Uh, shortly after both Valentin and uh, Ramos got uh, out of the vehicle and Montero Martinez drove away, detectives uh, detained both Valentin and Ramos, found a hundred bags of heroin and cash, and placed them under arrest. While the arrest was taking place, uh, detectives saw Helpy drive past them towards White Street. Oh, see you later. I'm going to be Helpy somewhere else. You can always count on a guy named Helpy until you can't. Uh, Helpy uh, got out of his SUV and ignored the detective's commands at the apartment building. He ran upstairs to his residence on the third floor. The detectives were able to detain him before he entered the apartment. During this interaction, Helpy allegedly dropped approximately 160 bags of heroin and nine bags of crack cocaine. That's, uh... That's like dropping marbles out of your pocket. Like, you know how hard that is to pick up? It takes forever. Uh, a search warrant for the apartment and basement was conducted around 4 p.m. and more than 11,000 bags of heroin, which weighed approximately 232 grams, and more than 345 grams of cocaine and $1,600 was seized. Hmm. Uh, Helpy uh, is charged with all kinds of things, including trafficking cocaine of 200 grams or more, resisting arrest in uh an un- unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. He's fighting that one, though. And Justin Ramos is uh, charged with all that stuff, too, except for the uh, car thing because he wasn't driving. And then the other guy, possession of a Class A drug. God, he's... That's all he got. Yeah, well, you know, like, uh, Helpy just wants to get involved, you know? He wants to, you know, be productive. That's why he's involved in so many things. He's got his fingers and everything. Helpy. Helpy. That's a real name. That's like his legal name. Really? Helpy. Like yeah. his parents said, this young boy will be helpy, and he will help people for the rest of his life. He will help people get to jail. He will help Yeah, he will help the himself. distribution of drugs. He will help himself someday. He will help himself <laughs> yeah. to a lot of heroin and a lot of arrests. Yes. Uh, Springfield native uh, Carla Petula won a uh, Grammy Award for her album Sunday Night. The 1997 uh, graduate of Minichong Regional High School in Wilbraham won Best New Age Ambient or Chant Album. Her album is titled So She Howls, and this is her first Grammy nomination. According to the website, the album is about her triumph over grief and her pursuit of adventure after a near-death experience. It's a combination of howling vocals, orchestral swells, and electronic pulses, as well as field-recorded sounds from the natural and machine worlds. Uh, Carla is best known for her music that blends acoustics with layered vocals and experimental electronics. Some of her recent projects include music for the Disney Plus film Maxine, starring starring Margaret Cho and directed by Nikki Yang. Hey, how about that? How about that? Uh, Yeah, she writes for all these HBO shows and Tribeca Film Festivals. and uh, Ah. Look at that, a native right here in uh, Springfield uh, winning a Grammy. And isn't it nice to know that somebody that graduated from that class at uh, Minichong High School wind up being a success uh, in their career. I don't know of anybody else I know. who did that. I know. We're all a bunch of losers out of that class. Nothing but a bunch of losers, well, I except have, for her. I wouldn't have gone that far, but uh, you know, that's what you want to say to be about your other <clears throat> graduating class. That's gonna. Well, that was my class. 
I know. That's why it might be a little bit uh, awkward during, uh, you know. Yeah. And the only friend I have are really from that high school, uh, which I didn't even become friends with until many years after graduating in that class. Yeah. She's always asking me, hey, do you know her? Uh, she won a Grammy last night. And I go, I, I don't know who she is. I was only there for a year. Like, I don't, I don't you didn't know. didn't meet a, anybody? Didn't know anybody met, in your graduating I, I class? Met, I met some people, but uh, I was like an angry kid. I didn't want to move my senior year of high school five hours away from where I lived. God, your like, high, that was awful. Your high school reunion is going to be so awkward. You know what? I missed it. I, actually, I don't even think they invited me. I, uh, I heard that they had one at a pavilion somewhere years ago. And uh, that was it. It was I think that was the twenty year reunion. That was twenty seventeen. Wow. Yeah. You're getting uh, you're getting close to the next one. I get. You know what though? I bet you. I bet you Grammy winner will get invited to the uh, reunion before I do. Sure, because you know she was part of your class, and everybody wants to hear about her Grammy. Mm-hmm. But I would think that uh, even though nobody knew you because you're like the invisible man in high school. Yeah. That there's probably a few people. Who graduated from a class still live in the area? They had no idea. Hey, did you hear that Steve Nagel graduated with us? What? Really? The guy from the radio? No, not that Wait, guy. The guy who wears the tux during comedy shows? Yeah. I, you'd be very popular. I know like a handful of people. Yeah, I, I I know just about everybody in my yes, uh, my but, graduating class. Right. I and I would have done that if I had I graduated. Uh, you know, mm. up in Syracuse. If I had, uh, you know, graduated up there. Right. But now, you graduate here. I don't even know these people. Yeah. See, I was wildly popular back then, back in 1984. Oh, I'm sure I you really were. made my mark. Yeah, you're very, uh, you were like the George Orwell 1984 of your entire senior class. Yes. I brought Big Brother to the graduation ceremony. Yeah. You said you would, you would chant four legs good, two legs bad while you were sitting outside of the high school. Because you liked them pigs, didn't you? <laughs> I kind of did. Yeah, you did. Uh, retails. <laughs> That's what we used to chant outside of Mingles all the time. <laughs> it was accurate. Four legs good, two <laughs> legs bad. Look at all these pigs. Yeah. <laughs> oink, oink. Uh, retail stores typically come and go, and that will be no different in 2024 as old stores close up shop and make way for new stores at the Holyoke Mall. Two new restaurants are slated to open this year, one serving Brazilian grilled food, Oh, is that going to be like another one of these? Uh, oh, Brazilian meat? steak places? Yeah. Cool. Inviting patrons to uh, to a blend of new flavors from another country. Another eatery will have sugary milkshakes. The new stores will come when more than 10% of the Hoyoke Mall's square footage is planned to be remodeled or renewed in the early months of this year, according to a press release from the management of the mall. Over 56,000 square feet of the mall is set to undergo construction. The construction ranges from uh, store refreshes to new openings. Now, will this place, uh, will their milkshakes bring the boys to the mall? No, yes, all of them. All the boys to the mall. My milkshake brings all the boys to the mall. Are they all right? It's better than yours. Damn right. It's better than yours. I can teach you, but I'd have, have to charge. charge. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a reason for us to go to the mall. Yes. Uh, they say our local and national partners' reinvestments in our center indicate the strength and longevity of retail and their commitment to our shoppers. The uh, brands that are ex- extending their leases represent uh, more than 106,000 square feet and showcase the mall's impact on the region when, uh, with multi-year investments. Uh, Terra Nosa Brazilian Grill opens in the spring. Is that a uh, is that a chain? I don't think so. Terra Nosa. Yeah, Terra Nosa. 
I have to take a look at that. Uh, brings traditional Brazilian meals to the American public at this Brazilian barbecue restaurant. You can choose ingredients to build your meal. Yeah, so it is kind of like that uh, that meat place. We gotta go to that other place on Boston Road too, the Brazilian place. I haven't seen that. That used oh, to be oh, yeah, it was Casa the old yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. People can also enjoy burgers and blah 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 blah, and then they go on to talk about what milkshake lovers is set to open in the mall, according to uh, in the spring. Uh, this restaurant serves milkshakes with big flavors such as Nutella Heaven and Peanut Butter Bomb. Hmm. Well, that doesn't sound awful. They also offer Akai shakes and parfaits. Uh, please. Whatever. Please, give me the fat. Hey, you know what I found out about that song, about what? Uh, Milkshake? What? It has actually nothing to do with milkshakes at all. Really? What does it have to do with? I, I That's unclear, but I know that Milkshakes is not really what it's about. It's probably, by the way... Uh, I don't mean to, to to cause panic in the streets. Yeah, Shamrock Shakes are back. Get out! Really? Drove past the McDonald's the other day. Said Shamrock Shakes. I love a good Shamrock Shake. Last time I tried to order a Shamrock Shake, I was told the machine was busted. Well, uh, you're always gonna get that. Yeah, but if you're gonna say on that marquee, mm-hmm. Shamrock Shakes. You should say the machine's busted on that sign as well. You're right in my head. Exactly. So you can drive past and go to the next McDonald's yeah. that's open. Billions and billions served, but no shamrock shakes today. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, the the, uh, the McDonald's, uh, I haven't had I had one last year. Mm-hmm. It was a chocolate shake. Yeah. There's something about those that are like so good because it's like, oh, you can taste the synthetic material that it's made of, but it's so delicious. Sometimes synthetic material is the best thing you can do. Oh, I can taste the pieces of microplastics going through my veins. Mm, mm. Pink slime. Delicious. Oh, delicious. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 38. It is 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, uh, yeah. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, uh, mix of sun and clouds with a high of 38. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. Pat uh, Kelly is going to be uh, going to a Springfield Thunderbirds game. You, uh, you can join him. Enter at rock102.com by the end of the day on the 18th of February for a chance to win. Five winners and their guests will join Pat Friday, February 23rd to watch your Springfield Thunderbirds take on the Hartford Wolfpack. It's a chance to go to Thunderbirds game with Pat and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. Now, Pat is the uh, the former PA announcer, in-house PA announcer of, uh, of the Springfield Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. Do you think he PA announces like just in the stands, just like when he's hanging out there by himself? Well, he was PA announcing the other night the Bourbon Barbecue and Blues thing. Did you see him doing that? I did, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't see him actually do any of the announcing. I was. I, I left before any of that happened. He doesn't talk very highly of us. He was up on stage and he was talking crap about us while he was up there. So then I had to get up and when I introduced Neil and the Vipers the other night, I had to start talking crap about him. What'd you it, say? It's unnecessary. I said. Uh, I just said he sucks. Uh, now let's move on with the night, because <laughs> it's true. Well, sorry you had to put up with that. Now let's enjoy our, our enjoy ourselves. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, but uh, hey, by the way, you can uh, call or text the Route Ten Tire Listener Line at four one three two nine three one zero two one. You want to send us a text right here into the studios? Reach one of us. Mm-hmm. You can, but just remember, we all see what you send. Yeah, not only it, it's not just Steve and I. Everybody sees it. Men, yeah. women, management, uh, 
uh, corporate officers. Yeah. They all see it. And you know what? Uh, we have some nice people working in this office. They don't need to see your bare ass. And if you do that, we can actually file charges against you if you keep doing that. Can we do that? If you, if you, if that person continued to do things like that, yes, you can. Really? Yeah. A one-off, nah. You'll just get blocked. Yeah, like like a like a like a little peekaboo shot, like mm-hmm. like an inadvertent like nipple yeah. or something like that. But you do it again, we got you. So uh, root ten tire listener line. All right, good. I, I like how somebody put a sign over here for this so I could read it. <laughs> well, why why should that responsibility only fall on my shoulders? Because like you know why? Because the boss was listening and he goes, you know what? I better put a sign on Nagel's side of the board too, so he can read it because he keeps forgetting the name. Yeah, you just said like the uh, you know the listen line, but it's the. Route 10 tire listen line, which yeah. again, 413-293-1021. Same number you call yeah. is the same number you can now text. You can do both. Um, there's a big problem in this country. It's uh, abstinence from self-gratification. Why would someone stop doing that? I don't know, but it's very popular online, and now doctors and therapists are worried. Okay. I'll read this story from you from NPR. Nothing scares me. Nothing hurts anymore. A young YouTuber tells the camera as snowflakes cut across the flame. He is shirtless in a Michigan January. He tells his viewers to make a point about embracing discomfort in order to become a great, powerful man. Mm -hmm. The YouTuber, who goes by the handle I Am Lucid, tells the camera he can stand the below freezing temperature because he has been taking cold showers every day and, crucially, has not self-gratified himself to pornography in over a year. A year? Congratulations. Oh. Yeah, good for you. Look at you. That's the most beta thing you can do. That's the weakest thing any man can do. The video is part of a thriving online landscape dedicated to helping uh, men suppress their urge to self-gratificate themselves. Yes. Gratify. Gratify, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to cover the words so I don't say Understood. it out loud. Yes, I get you. Uh, more than two decades of growing internet use has surfaced fears about the social and psychological impacts of nearly unfettered access to pornography, but many researchers and sex therapists worry that the online communities that have formed in response to these fears often endorse inaccurate medical information, mm-hmm. exacerbate mental health problems, and in some cases overlap with extremist and hate groups. There are many variations on how and why members of these communities choose to abstain from self-gratification. One of the uh, central concepts in these communities is known as NoFap, a play on uh, onomatopoeic. How do you say onomatopoeic word for uh, for self-gratification popularized on the uh, notorious 4chan message boards. Mm-hmm. The term NoFap has bec- has come to encompass a set of unproven claims. That uh, not uh, self gratifying confers social and health benefits. Let me uh, let me ask you this. So this is a kid's going on TikTok, right? They're and going he, on TikTok. They're going on. It's it's all the internet, right? It's uh, you can find it in many different. Ways. But this uh, this I am lucid kid. Okay, he mm-hmm. goes on TikTok and says, "Yeah, I haven't done anything in a year." Yeah, you believe him? No, I don't. Believe I don't him believe at him at all. In fact, I'm going to guess when he's not on TikTok, he is furiously gratifying himself at a rapid pace. Yeah, I... uh, Feverishly. I will not be participating in this, and uh, maybe that's holding me back from greatness somehow, Mm -hmm. but I'm okay with not being great as long as I get to... See, I'm not the kind of person that's going to go on some sort of social media and talk about uh, the fact I'm doing it at all, because you know, to me, that's me time. That's 
That's about me, and I don't need to share that with anybody. That's right. And I'm certainly not going to go on social media and tell the world I'm not doing that. No, I'm not rubbing the Rob Reiner here today. Right. Because I'd be afraid I'd have a lot of looky-loos driving the, down my neighborhood. You going to Palm Prom tonight there, Baxi? That's, huh? yeah, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's right. Uh, yeah, this whole thing about being an alpha male and the whatever, alpha beta, whatever this yeah. whole thing is, whatever, dude. I feel, whatever. The, I feel the same level of distrust as all the people that did that dry January thing. Yeah, right. right. Like all the people said, oh, I'm not drinking for the entire month of, uh, of January. They put up one post at the beginning of the month and you don't hear anything for the next 30 days. You know why? Why? Because they're loaded and failed. That's why. Dry January. You got to tell everybody you're not drinking for an entire month. Guess what? You're drinking behind everyone's back. Um, yeah, that's true. You're, 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 there's no way you're not uh, playing pocket pool at some Course point not. throughout your day. Right. Even if you're rubbing up against something, that's considered self-gratification. You're at least with like no-shave November. There's no way of hiding the fact that you're not shaving. Yeah. Because it's, you know, just, it's just growing out of you. Yeah. But this, uh, this uh, no self-gratification and dry January, I'm not buying it. Yeah, it's for a minute. Much a goo about nothing. I think I read that. Uh, who read that in high school? Wasn't that a required reading? Much a goo about nothing? <laughs> it's 657. Out damn spot out, I say! <laughs> oh, that's a different one. Uh, anyway, 657 at Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, over the course of my long and storied Hall of Fame level broadcasting career, I have fallen victim to several unexpected job transfers. One minute you work in one place, the next minute you work in somewhere else. And while the prospect of moving is about as exciting as a roundhouse kick to the junk, I always accepted these transfers with grace and dignity, simply because the option was to not be working at all, and I found that to be unacceptable. So when the Boston Celtics traded Marcus Smart to the Memphis Grizzlies and we wound up getting Chris Tapp Morzingis uh, in his place last summer, many wondered what was going to happen when Marcus came back to Boston to face his old team. Well, those questions were answered yesterday when the Celtics hosted the Memphis Grizzlies last night in the TD Garden. Prior to the game, Marcus met with the Boston media, showed a level of professionalism and class you just don't always find amongst those who have been shipped out for something better. According to Marcus, quote, I love you guys forever. You guys will always be in my heart, and Boston will always be there, too. Last night, Celtics fans gave uh, Marcus a rousing ovation following a video tribute that was played midway through the first quarter. It was a moving tribute, so much so that the Boston Celtics treated Marcus and his Memphis teammates to a 40-point blowout with a touching final score of 131-91. to You know... Nothing says we miss you. Quite like running up the score and putting in all your reserve players in the fourth quarter. You know, to give all your former Boston Celtic teammates a break. Because it's exhausting uh, to blow out another team by 40 points. I don't care how you slice it. So welcome back, Marcus Smart. Even if the... Even it does mean you sat in the bench with a busted up finger and didn't even play. It was great to see you. Feel free to stop by anytime and bring the rest of your teammates with you because we could always use another 40-point blowout to go our way. And since Boston will always allegedly be in your heart forever, I'm sure you won't mind another humiliating loss at your expense because we miss you too.
But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Craftsman 12-gallon wet and dry vac. That thing really sucks. And it's only 80 bucks at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. Every shopper garage needs a Craftsman wet and dry vac. Get yours today. 80 bucks at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Hard to believe, but we are about 140 hours away yeah. from Super Bowl Sunday. Isn't that something? Yes, yeah, right around the corner, man. And to talk about that and some other things, it's Scott Cohen. Hi, guys. What's up? Did you spend, uh, are you still kind of in that uh, post-Pro Bowl haze of uh, Oh, my exciting- gosh. You know, it just, instead of getting, instead of getting, um, we've all had uh, fun at the expense of the Pro Bowl, correct? True. True. Although I mean, there's nothing fun about the Pro Bowl. There's not. And instead of instead of getting better, it gets worse. It's I mean, now a flag football, a seven on seven flag game. And the and you know, and I love listen, I love the Mannings as much as the next guy. But they're getting uh Peyton and Eli, they're getting overexposed. It's mm-hmm. like it's like they're everywhere now. You know, it's it's gotten so bad that there were more competitive games of football on the Kennedy compound than I there are know. at the Pro Bowl. I know. Did you see all the people that were in the stands? The place was packed. See, with AI, I think you can computer generate. Oh. <laughs> you know, when, 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 when there was COVID and they were piping in fake crowd noise? Sure. I got to believe it's not that much different. Maybe so. Maybe you're right. At the Pro Bowl. Maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Awful. But uh, but anyway, the big game's coming up, and um, uh, San Francisco's now a two-and-a-half-point favorite, I suppose, as they should be. Um, I'm, yeah, I think it's it's going to be worth the price of admission. I I'm, I'm, guess I'm looking forward to it. You know, it, it, for most of the season, people have said that the, the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs they were last year. I think that's three. fair. I think that's fair. But that's I also fair. think that the way they've played over the last couple of weeks, it's very hard to bet against them. I know. Even at even at two points. Yep. I mean you know, Patrick Mahomes, say what you, you want. The, the, there's there is not a better quarterback playing right now than Patrick Mahomes. There is not. You know, you were um you were actually you brought up the the Tom Brady comparison yeah. uh, last when we talked last Monday. And it's interesting, Bax. I you know, you actually were I think you were one of the first ones to to start that after he won the football game, the playoff game. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's – that dude's legit, man. He's legit. And I, I don't I mean – I'm not – it's not like I'm uh, – this is like the least surprising headline of the friggin' day. I'm saying that Patrick Mahomes is legit. He's playing, he's playing for a place in history right now. The Kansas City Chiefs have been playing with a big wet sack of crap since Hank Stram yeah, left that. No, left when that we were team. kids, man. Fuck. Come and you, on. And you got you've got this kid. He's now won two Super Bowls in his first five years right. of being in the NFL. Yep. And you know he's he's still in his mid twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of possibilities that if any player could reach Tom Brady numbers, it's that guy. And they're like they're right now they're kind of America's team uh, right now I think with with Mahomes with all the commercials that he does with uh, Kelsey and uh, mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift I mean you know hey buddy you know 
uh, fasten your seatbelts. That it's going to be all Taylor Swift all week long. And, and you know what? Uh, that's fine. I'm I'm finding that the football is actually hurting their relationship more than anything else. It's not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I I would place I, I would place my money on the Chiefs if I were a gambling man, which I am not. So for those of you who say, "Hey, Bax, let's bet on the Super Bowl," forget it. I'm yep. not doing it. Well, I don't uh, I don't want to bet against Kansas City. <clears throat> excuse me, and Patrick Mahomes either. But I I do like San Francisco. I'm I I think. I think the 49ers are going to win the game. So there you go. Um, did you see the full-page ad from uh, Bill Belichick? I did. And you know what? I love full-page ads by sports figures because you know darn... Listen, his heart's in the right place, and I feel like he he believes and feels all the things that were that somebody wrote for him in the uh-huh. Boston Globe yesterday. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, I, it was uh, it was a classy a classy but expected thing for him to do. It was a very heartfelt uh, moment from a ghostwriter. And uh, <laughs> what I think is so ironic about it, and I almost did this on my view from my couch, for a guy who had such a frosty relationship with members of the Boston Globe yeah, <laughs> to my. have dished out cash for yeah. a full page. Cash ad. money. Oh, yeah. Because the, the Globe doesn't just print that out because they're kind. They do not. Uh, to, to spend that much money on a full-page ad with the Boston Globe, I think is so ironic. Yep. But, hey, you know what? Good for him. It's over. It's it's odd to me that no one bothered to pick him up. But, nevertheless, you know, this is the first time, I think, since the Super Bowl era where Bill Belichick... What was, what was the thing I read? That... that there hasn't been a year in football where he Vince Lombardi, Tom Landry, and Bill Belichick yep. weren't coaching in some capacity in the NFL. Agreed. And you know, it's uh, it's interesting. A little side note: his um, his son Steve, who was the you know defensive play caller for the Patriots, and you know, listen, we all know all about him. He just got hired as the defensive coordinator for uh, the University of Washington, who you know played in the national championship game yep. a, a couple of weeks ago, and um. I was listening to some of the, you know, the uh, the sports uh, talk guys uh, looking at Belichick, Steve signing with Washington, and looking about whether Bill Belichick is is ever going to coach in the NFL again. You figured that his son might have just hung around and waited for his dad to get. I mean, you know, Belichick could get hired mid, you know, next season, mid season by somebody who loses their head coach, or he'll get a job the following season. Yeah. But and he would have just said to his son Steve, "Hey, just stick around, you know, lay low, and when I get hired as a head coach, you you can come and join me on my team." Belichick, Steve signed with Washington, and I I, I wonder how that kind of plays out with. What's going to happen eventually with Bill? I think with him, you know, I, 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 I mean, don't. Is he ever going to coach again? <sighs> he should. Somebody he, should have hired him. Somebody should have hired him. But I think the problem with with Bill Belichick is he wants to be the general manager as well. And I think a lot of teams have seen what he has done over the last couple of years and say, "Listen, you're not you're the gonna, great, you may be the greatest coach yeah. that, that the, the NFL has ever seen, but you're a terrible general manager." And even if he, even if it's the fact, and he he is he is a terrible general. He turned out he's a terrible general manager. But a lot of teams are also sitting there saying to themselves, "Look, Bill, we just uh, that's not the way we operate. We have we have other people." that do that and when we hire a football coach we just want a football coach and Belichick walks in there and with his ego well deserved you know sits in front of the hiring committee and 
you know, with the marketing guy there and mm-hmm. and the and the the community outreach guy there, he's like, this is I'm I'm you know, I'm not interested. There's also possibility that in the in the uh, in, in in the interview process. He doesn't come off all that way. Doesn't come off at all. I mean, he didn't have to interview to get this job with uh, New England. I mean, basically, they had already had him in the in, in the in the system. I thought right. he's not much of a he's not much of a talker, he's but he's a good coach. And that's and that I mean, that's what I was alluding to earlier. You know, you've got to go in there and you've got to play ball, and you know, you got to be a uh, a nice guy and say all the right things. And that's just not you know, no pun intended. That's not part yeah. of Bill Belichick's playbook. The uh, the Red Sox hired uh, Theo Epstein as an the advisor. Fenway, Fenway Sports Group did. A lot of people are very excited about that. I yep. think it will have absolutely no impact on the Red Sox this season whatsoever. <laughs> Not maybe. I just you know listen. You see all the um they they just got involved with the PGA Tour right? Yeah. They have uh, they're in F one racing. They own Liverpool uh, the soccer team. They have the Red Sox. Unfortunately for us, are so far down the Fenway Sports Group food chain right now and what they have what they have done or what they haven't done the last six eight months it's just it's blatant that that the Red Sox are not their priority you know it, it's not like they don't have the money to have they've spent. got the money they've got the money to spend they spent nothing you had all of these you know free agents just not interested in playing for them because nope. they're not put they're not putting out the dough there's no investment they, I mean, they could have. I mean, their payroll last year was what, like fourteenth in Major League Baseball. I think it was, I think it was higher, higher than that. Yeah, but they got nothing no, for it. They got nothing for it. So, and and they're they're like, I, I guess um, they're shed. They're trying to shed payroll so they can go out and try and land one of the free agents that are still available. The Yankees just offered Blake Snell a hundred and fifty million dollars, and he said no. And you know he's a two-time Cy Young winner. The Red Sox need help. He's available. They're just—they're not interested. They're not interested. And the truck leaves Fenway Park today, so we got a nice big stinky baseball season to look forward to. And spring training starts in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, that'll be very exciting to see them lose a whole the whole swath of yeah, games. It's going to be a long summer. Uh, Marcus Smart was back in yeah, Boston that last was night. Cool. He played, nice. ni- he played nine years, nine years in Boston. Long time. Learned how to be a basketball player. Um, brought Jason Tatum uh, and Jalen Brown along. Almost got them to a certain point. Defensive Player of the Year. And he's he's hurt now, and he really yeah. has not made an Im- an impact where he is right now. And the Celtics are such a classy organization. They did the uh, they video did. tribute, and yep. then also rewarded him with a forty point blowout. I think that is so heart heartwarming. <laughs> To see, well, to see hey, them beat the Grizzlies by forty points. Oh, that's, that's how, a, how hey, can, hey how, Marcus. How can we make our guests anytime. feel welcome? How, how can you make our guests feel welcome? <laughs> Here, let's let's serve you up with a forty point loss. Well, that should feel good. They're uh, they're still best in the NBA. The uh, NHL season gets going tonight. Actually, Bruins start tomorrow. They're tied for the top spot in the NHL. So yeah, we we've got. We got enough to keep us busy. All right. So again, you're going with 49ers. I'm going with the 49ers. Yep. I, I bet they win what by a touchdown. What time do you think touchdown. Taylor Swift will get there before or after the game starts? Oh, buddy, she'll be. She's going to be there. She's going to be there, sipping pina coladas. Can't wait to see her man go out there and try to hold and, and off the, the 49ers. Chiefs are going to win, and uh, he's going to propose to her on the 50 yard line, and uh, and the whole thing's fixed. Yeah. Right. And the whole thing is scripted. Do you? I know, yeah. I know you like to have fun with that, mm-hmm. and I was th- I was thinking about this over the weekend with you. You, I know you don't believe that. 
I don't believe that, but it, but it, but it's not hard to uh, buy into the fact that it could very well be. I mean, yeah. with every conspiracy theory, there's some level of truth to it. And whether or not that they're scripted like the entire season, I don't believe that. But I do believe it is kind of like a reality show. Because you can't tell me when they're in that Lions game that all of a sudden they just forgot how to play in the second half of the game and it becomes this dramatic thing. It's all that's all that's just forget to get people to keep watching that. Hmm. You don't think that the that the refs are like making call look at all the bad calls that people say the refs make. I think I I, I we talked about this last week. I think that you can't you can't help with referees. They're human beings, and they do get caught up in emotion. But I, but the whole the, the script thing is just not. I'm te- no, it's it's, a, it's like a, it. on a reality show when when Vegas calls and says, "Oh my God, we're going to lose a crapload of money if you guys don't come back. Let's make this happen." And then you watch some of these clips, and you watch some of these guys back off and not mm-hmm. not tackle somebody. Percentage wise, how much do you believe that? Seriously, I I would say that's probably about eighty percent of the game because that mm. that is a dramatic. It, it's it's to create drama. Think about it. it the whole re, when you go to a football game, they're all standing around on the field because of commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they're way. Oh, it's well. Oh God, the commercial's over. Let's go back and, and mm-hmm. play and pretend like we're really roughing it up. <laughs> like it's it doesn't. People, people are they're out, hey, let people me, are out there. Let me let me throw a, a conspiracy at you. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but I hear that Travis Kelsey has been to Hanus Jewelers in Hadley. Oh, yes, that's what I hear. Really? Stay tuned, buddy. <laughs> When did he go there? Because I want to. I want to go. Uh, just, him. oh yeah, buddy, just watch on Sunday and find out. You know, <laughs> I, I I have a feeling that the Chiefs are going to pull this off, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be America's team, and they're going to do the whole thing. And that's Taylor that's Swift's what save that everybody. is what the NFL wants. Yes, whether it whether going to make it happen. There's any shenanigans? No, that not, it's going to be. Uh, listen, yeah. they they have they're. They're out there. Listen, they have. There he is. They have sitting right next to me. They have grabbed an entire uh, fan yes. base of people now who aren't even really interested in football. They just want it. But the mere chance that Taylor Swift's going to be shown on TV. Yeah. Stop playing the music and play me off. I'm not like playing I'm you off. Look at the time. Well, I don't care what time it is. This is our show. We can make up the time. Oh, you know what? We'll 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 wait till next week. All right, next week. <laughs> We'll wait till next week. All right. Hey, you guys have a great week. You Good too. seeing you again, and we'll go from there. It's 725 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's 728 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Man, that guy does everything. Makes pottery and cooks over at Frigos. I know. Yeah. How about that? They're making a big five-foot grinder. Hey, uh, this week we're supposed to be talking to uh, America's pleasure coach, uh, Dr. Sadie Allison. Oh, yes. I got to ask you a question because yeah. I walked into the office today and there was yeah. a cardboard box that was ripped open and yeah. that, that's usually our annual yeah. allotment of, uh, of sex yeah. toys and rubber protuberances. Yeah. Did you open that box? I did open that all box. Right. I wanted to because I she wants to make sure that all the things that are in the box are there. All right. So, so. See, the, the reason I'm asking you. Is yeah. because, I, and I'm I'm glad it was you yeah. who opened the box, because there have been times when some of the vultures around here, you know, rummage through the box like it's like it's Christmas. Yeah, stealing our dildos. Yeah, you know what? Though we worked hard for those dildos, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let anybody else around the office enjoy what was ours. 
That's right. Especially uh-huh. uh, anything involving pleasure. Nobody gets pleasure around here. That's yes. The, that's the motto. We're not here for your pleasure. We're here for our own. That's right. So keep that in mind. So, and, yeah, and I'm I'm very relieved to know that the, the box was ripped open by you. Well, I you know, there was something that might have been missing from there, and I emailed her on Friday, and then she said, no, it's so I have, but, I, but it, she emailed me back after the fact. So now I have to go back up and check to make sure it's still there. Because she well, packed it? it personally. It was a uh, it was a uh, thing that you do with your thing thing, and uh-huh. then you put it on your thing, and then you you finish the thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's that kind of thing. Well, I want to make sure that uh, you know we're just uh, all well taken care of. And she actually packs the box. She does for it herself. Us? Yeah, huh. she doesn't have any. Yeah, she doesn't have like some sex slave doing that for her. I, that's what I would do. Yeah, I would too. I mean, why not? I mean, she could probably make any man do uh, whatever she wants. All she would have, Doctor Sadie. She's a fine-looking gal. Oh, listen! All you have to do is ask. All right. Well, that's good to know. What mm-hmm. the day is she going to be joining us? She will be on the program on Wednesday. Perfect. Wednesday morning after eight o'clock. Perfect. Yeah. It's a uh, seven thirty news. Seven thirty-three with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred and Two. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get up to a five thousand dollars sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomHyundai.com/family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. Three men were arrested after police seized a trafficking amount of heroin and cocaine from an apartment building on White Street in Springfield. According to the police department, an investigation began in the summer of 2023 into an illegal distribution of heroin in an apartment and basement of 150 White Street. Detectives identified the suspects as 49-year-old Helpy Martinez and 23-year-old Justin Ramos. Helpy. Apparently, Justin wasn't as helpy. No, he was not. He was not a good helpy at all. Uh, during police surveillance of the apartment building on Thursday, detectives saw Helpy and Ramos get into a SUV. The vehicle stopped on Hancock Street. <laughs> Street. And a man, later identified as uh, 49-year-old Louis Valentin, got in the SUV. Oh, very February-ish. Won't you be my Valentin? Not this week. He gets a lot of, uh, he'll be very busy the next four, 11 days. What did you bring me? I brought you a bouquet of heroin bags. You really know me. Yeah. Uh, delivered by FTD, fentanyl. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. By the way, it's, it's nine days. My my mistake. Not not 11 days. Nine days. Yeah. yeah right. And uh, anyway, the uh, detectives uh, both detained uh, Valentin and Ramos and found 100 bags of heroin and cash and placed them under arrest. While the arrest was taking place, detectives saw Helpy drive past them towards White Street. Well, he's not very, very healthy right now. No, he's helping to move uh, product from one end of the town to the other. Uh, Helpy got out of his SUV and ignored the detective's commands at the apartment building. He ran upstairs to the residence on the third floor. The detectives were able to detain him before he entered the par- depar- entered the apartment. During this interaction, uh, Helpy allegedly dropped a hundred, approximately 160 bags of heroin and nine bags of crack cocaine. Hmm. Didn't you say that in the apartment there's like 11,000 bags? Yeah. A search warrant for the apartment and basement was conducted around 4 p.m. and more than 11,000 bags of heroin, God, which you know, weighed 232 grams. Think about that for a second. Okay, 11,000. That's a big number. I don't have 11,000 of anything in my house. Maybe I think I got a bag of rice. May have like 11,000 grains of rice. Yeah. The police have to count. Every single one of them damn bags. They do, and they have to take pictures of them. And and you, you, post it on Snapchat. Yeah, 
I would lose my place after like, you know, two, three hundred. I'd start, oh, I got to start all over again. See, we need to start taking mug shots with Snapchat filters on them. Wouldn't that be hilarious that to would see be. a drug dealer with a duck bill on his face? It would be hysterical. Oh, he's got little cat ears. How cute. It, it would make the, the crime not seem so bad. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Like some of them, that like uh, they make you look like an old man. Oh, look, a guy who's in his 80s is uh, selling drugs on White Street. He's uh, actually in his 20s. But- I'm just kidding. Uh, my name's Helpy, and I'm 26 years old. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. And it, like when they stick that, when they open their mouth, a big dog tongue comes out of it. Right. Yeah, we, we, we could uh, we could make these mug shots much more uh, easier on the eyes, if you will. I would like to see that. Sure would be fun. It would be fun. Uh, let's go to Connecticut and do some news. How about there? All right. Rocky Hill police say they're looking for two suspects who are accused of robbing the Cumberland Farms on Cromwell Avenue at gunpoint. Why did nobody call me for this? You would have stopped it. I would have stopped it. I would have went in there, uh, took a look around at the situation, and walked right out. Yeah, but the guy trying to rob the place yeah. would have run out in fear after uh, having to uh, deal with you. Police say the robbery happened Saturday night shortly before 11.50 p.m. According to their investigation, police say two males entered the store wearing masks, gloves, and brandishing firearms. Oh, it might make you think that they're here to rob the place. It's... It seems like somewhat of a clue. The uh, males were described as being of Dominican descent, according to police. The suspects demanded the clerk to take money out of the register. The suspects then took the second register off the counter and took it with them. Wow. The whole register? Those things are heavy. Yeah, and you still got to get into it. Police say the clerk uh, complied with the robbers and was not injured during the incident. The suspects then left the Cumberland Farms in a white SUV and turned onto West Street before heading onto I-91. The uh, vehicle, which was stolen out of Newington, was a Toyota RAV4 with a Connecticut plate of 6AGAD1. That's not mine. Well, it makes 6AGAD2 pretty close to being caught by somebody. I, I put the numbers in. I think I got the numbers mixed up. I don't know how difficult it is to get into a cash register. I've never had to run a cash register uh, as a job. But you know what? I've been seeing a lot of uh, stories lately about like ATMs being stolen. Yeah. And all I can remember is that that scene from Breaking... Well, you didn't see Breaking Bad, but the scene of Breaking Bad where a couple of uh, you know, meth heads steal an ATM hoping to get into it. Yeah. And, and it takes them forever to crack into it because... Yeah, they're not easy to get. You got you, if you don't have the uh, like a, the pin number, you'll never get into that thing. Well, it's like a freestanding safe, is what it is. Pretty much, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to get into. They they do that to deter people from stealing them. And the reality is, how much are you really going to get from a, from like a freestanding ATM inside of a convenience store? Let's say three, not four thousand dollars, maybe at the most. Probably a hell of a lot more than you get inside the register. Well, I'm sure you would, but uh, the register is at least lighter to take with you. I suppose. I just, I just, I can't picture myself walking out of some place with it. Like if I'm in a rush. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, I hear you. Like you're in the middle of a heist. I'm sure your adrenaline is, is, is going pretty good. Do you really have the wherewithal to say, you know what? I'm going to lift this cash register right up over my head. Right. Walk right out the door with it. That's a, that's a lot to take on. Those things are very heavy. They are very heavy. And it's, uh, you know, uh, one of these things things where I guess you never underestimate the power of a criminal because they will take whatever they want. Yeah, it's the truth. Uh, they have this thing uh, down at Channel 3 in Hartford. 
Where is the best burger in Connecticut? They're starting a mission by asking you to submit the name and location of a local restaurant you think makes the best burger in Connecticut. They're mm-hmm. also asking you what national restaurant chain makes your favorite burger. Yeah. What's your favorite restaurant chain that makes a good burger? My favorite restaurant chain? That makes a burger, yeah. Mm, boy, I don't know. I mean, uh, I kind of like the flame-broiled uh, you know, Burger King, but their fries leave a little bit to be desired, where like you know, see, McDonald's fries are fantastic. See, this isn't really hard to decide, because there are so many places to get a burger around here. Yeah. You know, like, and, and each one of them is unique. You know what I mean? Like, just it might not... I can't say this is the best burger around because there are other burgers at different locations, at different restaurants that mm-hmm. are equally as good. They're just different. That's all. I also find, and this is this is true, I'm not, not talking about any specific place, so keep that in mind. I've had burgers at places that were unbelievably good. Yeah. And I go back a second time, not as good. Yeah. I think sometimes it just depends who's just cooking be- it. Who's cooking it? Who's, yeah. who's there? You know, it's like a, like a, there's a lot of different things go into it. So yeah. it's hard for me to say, oh, that one place. I would need to go there multiple times to judge accurately whether yeah. or not this is the best place. All right. Well, I'm talking about most multiple multiple visits to a place and <clears> realizing <throat> that just be, like Seven Bees, for example. Yeah. They make this burger called the Mac Biggie. It's like it's like it's almost like a Big Mac because yep. it's got the special sauce on it. Yep. It's out of this world. It's absolutely delicious, right? But then, like Autumn Mist Farms, they make yeah. like their specialty thing. So, it, but to choose between the two and say one of them is better over the it's, other, it's really hard. You're, it's really hard to do. I think this is the best burger they have, and this is the best burger they have. That that, that kind That's of thing, it. because uh, otherwise, then you're then you're then you're leaving out leaving people out and you I've, can't do that i've had solid burgers at like max burger i've had a solid burger at the at the still that's what i'm talking Agawam. about like, yeah. you know it's like yeah it, it's hard to d- decide uh the, the white lion last night those the uh thunder boom you know burgers what? yes i had one when we did uh we did some celebrity that, bar t- it was, was fantastic delicious yes yeah i don't know if i could pick one I, that's I got, what i'm saying i could pick a bunch i don't know if i could pick just one What's your favorite ha- hamburger place? Yeah. Go ahead and call or text the Route 10 listener line at 413 Actually, just text it. 413-293-1021. Okay. Uh, that's, that's all I need. That's all you need is what? Uh, just people to text it. I, I, you don't have to call. I'm surprised. Well, yeah, we're not going to answer the calls right now. Yeah. Someone know? said, I'm surprised you guys didn't say friendly, so I'm not surprised. Uh, a young man uh, near San Bernardino, California, was at a public park the other day and needed to use the bathroom, but the men's room was full. So he figured he'd just pop into the ladies' room real quick. Which full was, with people or the toilets were full? With full with people. Okay. Uh, and But the ladies' room was, was empty at the time, so he... Popped in there real quick. Unfortunately, two women walked in right after him, thought he was a pervert, so they went back out and told someone that someone was 33-year-old Rudy Vasquez, who waited outside with a gun. And when the guy came out, Rudy shot him in the knee and pistol whipped him. People at a nearby uh, skate park knew the victim and confirmed he was not a perv. He's well-liked and hangs out at the park a lot. Luckily, paramedics got him to a hospital, and his injuries were not life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Rudy fled the scene and threw, his gu- threw the gun out his car window when police pulled him over. Now he's facing charges for attempted mid-year. 
Oh, boy. Some people feel bad for him, though, because the uh, park has apparently had some issues uh, lately with weirdos lurking around the restrooms. Okay, but that doesn't mean you need to become Charles Bronson and uh, go all death wish on the guy. You need to call the yeah. police. Yeah. That would probably be the better option. On the other hand, what's the holdup in the men's room? I don't know. You ever, you ever like, go into a men's room and, and like, it's busier than the ladies' room? Yes. What What is that all about? I have In, no- out. That's it. Yeah, like, what are you doing? You know, why is it taking- You know what it is? I mean, it depends on where you are. Like, if you go to, like, a, say, Fenway, for example. Yeah. And you've got guys who've been drinking since, uh, you know, the, the first inning. Yeah. And you're you're there for the seventh inning stretch. You you go to the bathroom. You're waiting forever. Oh, you're done. You're done. And there are guys, you know, a bunch of guys with like prostate issues, just waiting for it to start. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that's the worst. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Meanwhile, you're like, you know, ten people deep in the line to get to the the, the toilet. Yeah, that's well, you just you do what everybody else does at Fenway and just go right where you're standing. You go in the sink. Yeah. You're like, oh, I just pulled a Bill Buckner, Bill Buckner right here on the floor. <laughs> You see my puddle? <laughs> you're yeah, pine- Well, <laughs> you're doing like a Kurt Schilling, except his sock was red. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that was from other things. That wasn't because his ankle was broken. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast, that, that, was a, that was a preempt to him going, <laughs> oh, he's a gossip girl. He's going to talk about somebody's medical privacy one day. Right. That's how they figure that out. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be, uh, and I will tell you in one second, mostly sunny with a high of 39 tomorrow. Mix of sun and clouds with a high of 38. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 752 in Def Leppard. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds with a high of 38. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 is your big game hookup. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. One lucky listener gets a $100 gift certificate to the Hangar Pub and Grill, a $100 gift certificate to Tudor House Liquors in East Long Meadow, and a solo stove bonfire courtesy of Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL and sponsor of Super Bowl 58. We'll choose... A winner on the 9th of February. That is like around the corner. So you get your chance to win by going to rock102.com today. The big game hookup from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. The big game hookup. You uh, you do anything for uh, Sunday or no, I usually, you're just not going to uh, do anything? No, I'll watch the game. Uh, I usually, uh, the kids and I make, you know, pizzas and, you know, just yeah. have fun. And we watch a little bit of that. And that's pretty much it. It's I don't, I don't do it like a big to-do or anything. There's really... You know, I'm not having we, a. We got to get up in the morning. So yeah, it's not like you know. I uh, there used to be a lady in East Long Meadow. Uh, she and her husband uh, used to throw a big Super Bowl party in their backyard. Yeah, you know, in February it's it's a little chilly, but you know they would they would do it up in a way I've never seen. Well, didn't they before. have like patio heaters out there? They had everything. Yeah, yeah, they had everything, and the amount of food that this lady would put out. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you if you didn't leave there completely stuffed, it's your own damn fault. Yeah, I've uh, I'm not a like a I don't know. Nobody's ever invited me to a Super Bowl party, so I really you know I mean I know there's places to go, like yeah, venues and things where I could go, but I I'm just one of these people. I got to get up at three thirty in the morning. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, you know be out late. I would somewhere. say in my my younger less responsible years going to a Super Bowl party seemed yeah. like a really good idea. 
I'm I'm kind of with you now because I just uh, I just I just want to watch the game in bed. Yeah, but uh, but either way, I mean, I I applaud someone who puts that much time and effort into a party of that enormity because it was just you'd have 200 people in the backyard in February eating and drinking, and having a great time, and watching this the, the you know this gigantic you know projection screen on the side of their house show. The Super Bowl. It's that's, unbelievable. That's pretty neat. It's crazy. Of course, it's uh, much more warmer uh, by yourself on the couch uh, watching it. Uh, when I'm in bed, yeah. I got blankets on top of me, and I've already eaten my football snacks for yeah. the day. I, I'm about the happiest guy you can ever possibly stand to meet. Plus, we got a new football fan in the house because Taylor Swift's going to be at the game, so that's going to be one of these, uh, you know. Will she be wearing her uh, Travis Kelsey jersey? Yeah, it's kind of like the Where's Waldo thing. You know, they're going <laughs> to wait till they, oh, well, you just wait till after yeah. every Travis Kelsey play, and then they'll show Taylor in the stands. Listen, the 35 seconds that she'll be on screen during the Super Bowl will make it worth it. And speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, Carl Weathers uh, passed away yeah. uh, last week. He was, he died in his sleep on Thursday night. He was 76. He played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies all also starred in Predator, Happy Gilmore, and Arrested Development, where he played himself, by the way. Yes, on the, uh, on Arrested as an acting coach. Uh, but uh, Carl Weathers was part of FanDuel's Kick of Destiny Super Bowl ad campaign. Mm-hmm. He already appeared in a teaser with Rob Gronkowski, but now they're making some changes. <laughs> I guess you can't put, you know, the same ad that you had up with the, with the dead guy in right now. Uh, we are adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect for the family during their time of grief. They're not saying what that is, but... They're putting somebody in its place. Probably somebody in its place. But you can't imagine that. You spend all that money on a Super Bowl ad. You paid him all the money. And he, and he goes ahead and dies on you. And you can't even deliver on it. I know. That's a bunch of crap. On the other hand, is it really disrespectful to show him in his final piece of work no that's what i'm saying like why can't you just run the ad unless unless they're me maybe modifying meaning rest in peace or something at the end of the ad maybe it's one of them like in memoriam things yeah i mean i think that would be perfectly respectful i mean i'm sure he did a great job and that's in that whole campaign why not show it yeah well yeah we're a sports betting company what are the odds that our spokesman would die before the Super Bowl ad came well, out you know there's there's the other uh, I'm not naming names but there's another uh, sports book that uh, has Jamie Fox as their spokesperson and Jamie Fox had a m- major medical problem this year potentially yeah. a stroke yeah but he's he's recovered now isn't he isn't he recovering? He's from recovering that? I don't know if he's fully recovered but that whole campaign was shot before that happened. Oh, it was. I thought it was shot. Uh, new. Oh, no, I thought w- it was shot recently, and he was. I was like, oh wow, he looks pretty good for going through all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, because it happened before he went through all that stuff. Oh, listen, money is money. You're, you're not going to let the money stop coming in just because uh, you had a stroke. Whatever. It's seven fifty-seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marquardt Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. 
And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, with the Super Bowl just six days away, you can never start celebrating too early. Sure, the Super Bowl is approximately 140 hours away from right now, but a man can never start preparing for his big game party too soon, even if that means tying one on and diving into a hazy booze-fueled bender. The time to set the table is now. Doesn't matter whether you're a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs or a fan of the San Francisco 49ers. It's time to buy the ice and get the snacks all set to go. For some people, the celebratory preparations have already begun. For example, get a lot of Patrick Mahomes Sr., the father of Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. He's a fellow whose young boy is a two-time Super Bowl champion and a two-time league MVP. There's plenty of reason for that guy to be proud. There's also plenty of reasons for a man to get drunk in a bar and let everybody know about it. Unfortunately, this weekend, police in Tyler, Texas, arrested Mr. Mahomes for driving under the influence of what appears to have been a copious amount of alcoholic beverages. And while I would never condone this sort of behavior, I should tell you that Patrick's dad has a bit of experience with this sort of thing, since this would now be his third DUI arrest. And while he was arrested yet uh, released yesterday after paying $10,000 in bail, the state of Texas, a third DUI is a third-degree felony, which is punishable up to 10 years in prison. And this just happens to have happened 141 hours before kickoff. So, what does it mean? Well, in short, the answer is this. Pat's dad is going to need a ride. And assuming he's allowed to leave the state of Texas, he's not only going to need a ride to the Super Bowl, it's very likely he'll need a ride back. And I'm also pretty sure that on Super Bowl Sunday, Las Vegas Uber service might be a little tied up. Tied up driving other dysfunctional alcoholics to their final destinations. Listen, if my kid was playing in his fourth Super Bowl, I'd likely start celebrating early too. However, with my 4.92 Uber rating, I would likely call for a ride and leave a sizable tip. That's because the prospect of 10 years in prison, which also means missing the next 10 Super Bowls, would likely become a rather looming deterrent. And frankly, Baxi doesn't play that way. But hey, and if I'm my yappin', sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Have you checked your furnace lately? You gotta go get to Rocky's and get some fresh filters. Buy two, get one free. You can even learn how to change them on YouTube if you get bored. Pleated air filters, good for your furnace. Good deal right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax, that's my view from the couch. Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 810 and Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 39. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. How about we rip into the old mailbag? Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Oh, letters. Oh, we get letters. That's kind of letter Oh, boy. Ding dong. Mail today. Welcome back to the Bags with Ale program. We got uh, we got textures too. It's not just uh, letters. Yeah, that's the uh, Route Ten Tire uh, listener line. Yeah. You can text that at four one three two nine three one zero two one. The problem with uh, that is we don't have a great uh, intro and outro theme for yeah. uh, the texts. Well, uh, well, we can just include it in that. Some some lady said I was cute. Who said that? I don't know. Some lady earlier today said, uh, oh, I think Steve is cute. Steve is cute. Well, thank you for stroking my ego. Huh. I appreciate that. What's coming on to you? Uh, some guy wrote in, Nash NFL National Fake League. And this is what this letter is about. This guy writes in. Ready? Yes. Uh, 
The NFL, is the NFL scripted? Of course it is. This is textbook WWE. Brady is going to retire, and the Pats were the most hated team with Belichick as Dr. Evil, so how do you continue the storyline? Brady is Mahomes. Gronk, Kelsey. Belichick, Reed. Giselle is now Taylor. Roger Goodell, Vince McMahon. Goodell, table read. Mahomes is the Tom Brady replacement. No problem here. Brittany is no supermodel, uh, Giselle, so we'll have to figure that one out. Kelsey replaces Gronk as arguably the best TE in the, in the game, so we're good there, right? Okay. Belichick has the personality of a Cobra. How about we get a guy that will do funny commercials and has some personality? Reed. Got it. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Giselle, yeah. how do you replace a supermodel married to a hunky quarterback? Every guy dreamed of being Tom Brady. The fix? You enlist your tight end to make a play for the biggest female superstar, Tay-Tay. She can have anyone she wants, and she picks him? <laughs> it's actually, you know, there's something well, to be said I mean, about okay. that. Okay, all right. Uh, that's like Gronk doing ads from Mensa. <laughs> all of this all of this keeps the NFL in the news all year since they will be showing Kelsey attending her concerts. It's going to be the football version of the Kardashians. And, of course, social media tabloids and plastered all over Yahoo, Google, etc. Then uh, you have these uh, all these girls and women that will watch football just to see her on TV or go to the football games on the chance they might get to see her. Right. Keeping uh, keeps making the NFL mega dollars since viewership will go up because of Tay Tay. More viewers will uh, more money for TV contracts. It's all scripted crap like video gate, deflate gate, etc., etc. Et sir, listen, I, the NFL are master marketers. There's no question about that. When it comes to self promotion, they're they're very very good at it. Mm-hmm. Are they sitting there scripting out the whole thing? I don't believe they're doing all of that for every play, every down, every score. But I think, you know, as far as, you know, creating drama and then exploiting the hell out of it, then they're really good at that. Again, I don't believe that it's like scripted to the end, but I do believe that there is some dramatic things that happen on purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. For people to keep watching, make the drama in the game, right? For p- get people to you know get on the edge of their seats, um, I think there's a lot to be said about that. Let me throw this at you, since we were just talking about the uh, the late uh, Carl Weathers, yeah. uh, before, yeah. When Rocky, when Rocky won, okay, when he fights Apollo Creed but loses mm-hmm. at the end, don't you think there's a part of uh, there's a part of that decision? That was purely about the dramatic effect of that that Rocky won by losing. Yeah. And there could always be another sequel. And it's Hollywood. And exactly. it's a movie. But it is still a fabricated piece of marketing and promotion. Jump up to the Super Bowl, even if the the uh, the Chiefs lose, it sets up drama for next season. Can they come back? It's Can like a reality they? TV show. It's like it's like the real world on MTV. You know what they used to do with those people? Those people were boring. And sure. you know what the producers used to do? Hey, she said something about the the, the way your uh, your boobs sag on your chest, and then all of a sudden they'd get the reaction going. She said that. I mm-hmm. don't have any. Re- I owed her respect, and they'd create the conflict. Sure. Uh, thing. The same thing goes on here. People are getting mad because of this whole Taylor Swift thing. There's there's enough people out there that are angry about it, and there's mm-hmm. people who are like all for it. 
And that kind of creates the drama surrounding the Super Bowl and surrounding the NFL. Did you see what David Letterman said about this whole thing last week? No. <laughs> David Letterman was asked about this whole Taylor Swift thing yeah. of the NFL. And he was like, why anyone is complaining about this you know, blows his mind. Taylor Swift is nothing more than, what is it? What did he say? It's like a, like a refreshing ray of sunshine in yeah, a darkened yeah. world. Well, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I, I don't have a problem with Taylor. I don't really have, I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift being a part of this. I think it's funny when people get upset about her. Yeah. Like, I, th- I, to watch people like lose their shiznit over a pop star. Because she's dating an NFL right. guy, I think it's hilarious. And then, and to know that yeah. there have been members of the media that have gone back to actually mathematically yeah. accumulate the amount of time that she's had on television since yeah. the start of this relationship, and it's it's like a fraction of the time, like an infinitesimally small fraction of time that she has been on television during these games, and yet you know no one complains when. You know, like in, in cowboy games, and they're showing Jerry Jones and his luxury suite. Yeah. I'd much rather see Taylor Swift than that old bastard well, anytime. Well, and most people would, and that's how they're grabbing people to get in. Yeah, listen, Taylor Swift might be at one of those games. The only reason why people watched that Patriots Chiefs game was because the chance that Taylor Swift might be there, and then she was. Yes, and they kept showing her in the stands, and th- and that's why I say the NFL is very good at exploiting that kind of thing and marketing it to its full potential. Yes, but I also think that they do things in order to keep that going. Yes. you know what I mean. Fix the narrative, if you will. Yeah, but I don't. I don't to- think this is an arranged you know relationship. I don't think the NFL said what NFL player would be best suited for Taylor Swift. They spun the wheel and it lands on you know Travis Kelsey. I don't well, think it's gotten to that point. Well, well, you never know. You never know. I it's don't all think so, it, Steve. listen, every conspiracy theory has a bit of truth to it. Listen, if they win, it will be yeah. because it will be because Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback and it's a better and, and they're a great team. It won't have anything to do with Roger Goodell, you know, sitting there with with pen and paper on hand, it's like, let's have it this way this time. Yeah. Oh, somebody wrote in, how many times they show her at the Grammys last night? Totally uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> She's ruining music. Yeah. How come? Uh, yeah, where's Travis Kelsey? He should have been there. Yeah, you know, she's there for everything that he does. Yeah. You know, but that, it's, it's Super Bowl week. He can't just you know just, like you know, peel himself away from that. No, but uh, he's she's supposedly the love of his life, and they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get engaged on the fifty yard line after the suit after the Chiefs win Listen, the scripted Super Bowl. Taylor and, Swift uh, has won yeah. how many Grammys? Uh, 13. 13 yeah. Grammys. You yeah. know what happens when you win something 13 times? What? Kind of like winning the uh, the Best of the Valley Advocate uh, Award. After you've won 13 times, like, oh, I yeah. won. Uh, put that plaque along with the others, dear. <laughs> it's like you don't even you don't even think about it. After, oh, another Grammy? I'll just have that be a doorstop for 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 for, for the the back the, for, to go to the backyard. Oh yeah, M- Monty Belmonte uses them as toilet paper now. I the, wouldn't the, be the, su- the old advocates. Oh yeah, you know I, bu- I bought all these copy I bought all these copies of the Valley Advocate <laughs> for my for my friends and family. And uh, you know what? I don't want to let them go to waste. You gotta, yeah. Wow. Well, hey, we could have another pandemic where there's a toilet paper shortage, and at least I got plenty of it right here, right here in the Valley Advocate. <laughs> anyhow, yeah, but anyhow. Uh, but see, I, I'm telling you, it's all like there's some sort of. It might not be. It can't. I don't think it, it can be completely scripted because. But I think Vegas has a lot to do with it. I think sure. gambling has a lot to do with it, and right. I also think that 
you know, there is some truth to creating the drama on the field. Right. And but go you back all- to that Lions game. Are you telling me that the, all of a sudden they just forgot how to play football the second half of that game when they were kicking the crap out of them? Well, if you know anything about Detroit Lions football, yes. But see, that's but that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's like, okay, well, yeah. we're all just going to accept this because how could we ever think that the Detroit Lions well, the would th- ever come through? When with it something when like it that. comes to Las Vegas and and sports gambling yeah. and this stuff, Vegas wins no matter what. They do, but are you? But they're going to lose money. It, it, they're in it for to make the most money. They out will. Of it. They will gain more money. Then they will lose money. Vegas has never lost money when it comes I to the get, Super Bowl. I understand that, but don't you want to maximize your profits when you do that? So yeah, you they make get, these. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course they do. But you know, it's the Super Bowl, so they've already maxed the, their their profits simply because of the enormity of the event. But, I don't think that. Yeah, but think about how many people put money down on the lines to win that game. Yeah. Probably a ton of people going. You know what? This team's got charisma. This team's mm-hmm. got camaraderie. They can do this. Yeah. And then they did for the first half, and then all of a sudden, whoopsie! Oh my bad! I dropped my football. Officer Bumbles is yeah. now playing for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Whoop. Well, I tried to catch the football, but I had to poop so bad, and I had to go in the locker room, and, and that just threw ha- me. And it just happened to in the third quarter. Whoopsie, my bad. <laughs> Please, and there you go. That's your letter. Letter With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827 and Survivor with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown's got the forecast because he's really good at it. I was uh, reading uh, the internets the other day. The internets, yes. Uh, apparently your iPhone is about to uh, launch a new iOS 17.4. Yeah. And one of the things that they're adding, and I actually kind of like some of these uh, these options, they're, they're improving uh, CarPlay. Your, does your phone uh, you oh, connect to the to the to the car? I have a big problem with this now because ever since I updated to the latest iOS system, yeah, my Bluetooth isn't connecting properly, and I have to like go in and manually connect it every yeah. single time. Well, the connectivity is going to improve. Uh, they'll let you manage uh, paired iPhones with the other vehicle settings. Some of the things they're adding. Uh, is like your car camera will now be displayed through you, you through CarPlay, which is yeah, that's cool. Uh, some of your other there'll be like a bunch of new apps that you'll be able to use, including climate controls that allow you to adjust the temperature where they see your heating, your fan speed, the heated seats, all all of that can be done through CarPlay. But the other thing that I like is the app will now provide access to FM and AM radio stations within CarPlay, which they have never done before. Then you got to go back and you know fiddle around with your other settings on your uh, on your display. Yeah. Now this will just be part of it, which I think is actually kind of so cool. So the phones are going to be carrying FM and AM signals, or the your CarPlay will show that on the screen. Oh, where it doesn't now. It doesn't now. So oh. you'd have to go back into your. You have to come Change out of sources. Car, yeah. So your sources would be different. All right. I actually kind of like that idea. That makes sense. It actually to me says, well, why didn't they do that? from the giddy up since that would have made a whole hell of a lot of sense we're just uh letting you know we're still here yeah hey listen haven't uh, we're not we're not out of the loop quite yet no we're still kicking 
I, uh, yeah. So here's the problem with, and I, and I had this problem with my other vehicle too, when I had the truck. There. Yeah. When your iOS gets updated, the, the vehicle is not updated. Right. So, you know, like this car I got now, you know, that's from 2017. Mm-hmm. So now that the iOS has been updated, it's not quite compatible anymore with your outdated radio system. It right. kind of sucks. It really does because now I got to sit there for a few minutes every time if I want to listen to anything on my phone, I have to like fiddle with it to get it connected before yeah. I start moving the car. It well, sucks. It, it would make a whole lot more sense if you could update your your car system a little easier. Yeah. You know, but uh but yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking at in my car, it's you know, it's it's a, it's a brand new car. Um, I have a little bit of time with the connectivity also. If I'm plugged into the phone, yeah, then it's okay. If if the cord is out of the phone, it doesn't always connect to Bluetooth. You're screwed. Immediately. So yeah. then I gotta you know, think around with it while I'm driving, which is not which is not great, but I like when CarPlay is working and it's working right. When right. that happens, it's uh, it's very cool. And with all these new changes, I'm thinking, you know what? Some of these things make a lot of sense like you know rear view camera feed will go through car play now I, what so when you put your car in reverse it never went on it would go it would go on but it yeah. would but you would go it would go through the car's system yeah. as opposed to car play what is the difference of it going through car play i don't understand it doesn't make it, a, i don't think it makes a lot of difference yeah. but but the the fact that your phone and your car are connected more closely i think that's I actually think that's good. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I'm reading it right in front of my face, Steve. Yeah, but you don't, I don't think you understand what you're reading. I don't understand what's the difference of the car camera coming on during the car play thing. It, doesn't the camera because override every, everything anyway once you put it in reverse? It would, but you have all these other features that will go right through car play, so you don't have to be you know going out of the screen in order to change stuff. But you never had to go out of the screen in order to get the camera. This it, is my point. They're just making it easier for you, Steve. That's it. But my point is, I don't think you understand what you're reading. And I think you can go shut up, is what I think. Oh, Oh, really? Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just just pointing out your flaws here. (laughs) And then, all right. Uh, I see how it is. I see how it is. All right. Okay. Bring it up. All right. It's 832. By the way, that's the promo clip for you. 832 on Rock 102. Here's your 835 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, three men are facing charges after a lengthy investigation into alleged drug sales in Springfield. Uh, police spokesman Ryan Walsh said that detectives began investigating illegal heroin distribution from a White Street apartment and basement last summer. Noted that the investigation led to the uh, 49-year-old Helpy Montero Martinez. Uh, wasn't that Rosanna, Rosanna Dana? That, that's kind of <laughs> how I was reading that. And uh, 23-year-old Justin Ramos, both of Springfield, as suspects. On Thursday, detectives conducting surveillance on the apartment reportedly saw Helpy and Ramos get into an SUV, which uh, then stopped on Hancock and uh, Hancock Street. Street. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I almost did I know, say it. I know. Well, street makes me laugh. It's a funny word. Yeah. And 49-year-old Louis Valentin of Springfield got into a vehicle. A short time later, Valentin and Ramoska allegedly uh, got 
uh, into the SUV and Helpy drove away. Detectives detained Valentin and Ramos at the at which time a hundred bags of heroin and cash were located, and both men were placed under arrest. Walsh explained that while the arrests were taking place, Helpy drove past police and back towards White Street. Uh, Helpy then got out of the SUV and allegedly ignored police commands. Not being very Helpy. Not to the police, but he'd probably be a big help to those who are still inside the house. Ran up towards a third floor apartment and was taken into custody before he got inside. Authorities allege that Helpy dropped approximately 160 bags of heroin and nine bags of crack cocaine. Well, that was Helpy for the uh, police report. Well, I mean, the guy can only be so much a help to so many people. Uh, a search warrant was granted for the apartment. Investigators found more heroin, crack, and cocaine uh, in total. More than 11,000 bags of heroin. <whistles> 11,000 bags of heroin. <laughs> weighing approximately 232 grams. You can get 11,000 bags out of a half a pound of, uh, of heroin, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't know what the street value of this stuff is, but you got to buy a whole hell of a lot of bags. Well... I mean, you're probably you're probably going to like the Dollar General like every th- three hours to pick up another you know, another round of bags. It's not just one guy. No, I understand that. that. It's eleven thousand bags. I mean, it, it, most of the time you can buy like Ziploc bags. It's like probably no more than fifty bags at a time. Imagine how many you have to buy. Yeah, just to just to you know, fulfill your, your obligation. Oh. I mean, the fulfillment center of this uh, White Street apartment had to be uh, you know quite a you know, quite an operation. I probably was eleven thousand bags. Why? Well, I'm wondering if this guy gets put in a holding cell or get, you know gets to jail and uh, they introduce him to his cellmate. Well, what's your name? Uh, Irene's colon. <laughs> oh, I'm Helpy. Would uh, would Helpy and Irene's colon like to be together in this cell? To- I think they would. Sure, they have lots to talk about. Oh, lots of irrigating talks. They're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, uh, Helpy right. Irene's colon. That's it. that's what it says on the outside of the cell. That's like how they know you're in there. Helpy Irene's colon. <laughs> Somebody got mad at me last week about that. Why? It's cologne. I know, but it's spelled colon, and it's funnier when it's said that. Yeah, it's way. not funny if you say you know Irene cologne. It's hilarious when you say Irene's colon. Well, Irene's cologne would be good for like a Kellogg crew joke. Yeah. Oh, well, she must have smelled yeah. awful good. Like, eh, yeah. that's, not, that's not funny. No. But it smells awfully bad. Irene's colon sounds much funnier when it's said on this show. Yeah. See, and that's what you get with this show. Yes, you get all kinds of. Di- we're, we're like a we're like a variety of entertainment. We uh, a variety of humor. That's it. We talk about intelligent stuff, not so much, but sometimes we do. I mean, do you really want to listen to the show for for like some sort of? You know, intellectual type of thing? No, no of course no, not. Not, not with not, it, not with the two idiots running a place. Two Western Mass residents have been arrested for numerous drug charges after being pulled over for speeding Thursday in Vermont. Vermont State Police said they pulled over a car, a car on I-91 in Rockingham around 5.30 p.m. for excessive speeding. Troopers said they reportedly saw something being thrown from the car, which is found and presumed to contain illegal drugs. Montel Harris of Holyoke and Tatiana Rivera of Westfield were arrested for possession of fentanyl, fentanyl and crack cocaine, as well as for suspicion of driving under the influence. They were issued a citation to appear in Vermont <laughs> Superior Court uh, on Friday, but we don't have any updates uh, on how the how the court case went. Now, uh, will they be charged for being litter bugs too? A litter bug. Oh, a litter bug. 
I've been with drugs, right? Yeah, out yeah, of my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Narcan me up before you go go. That's how you. <laughs> I believe George Michael sang that, didn't he? Uh, wasn't that uh, part of the uh, lyrics? That's right. Yeah, I uh, think I'm just I'm just looking for other news. I understand. I uh, let's see. A family demands answers after pregnant woman is killed in cash. I got a buddy. Uh, Goose found in flight control of medical helicopter that crashed, killing three. It's this the goose's fault. A dead goose was found in the part of a flight control system of a medical helicopter that's crashed in western Oklahoma, killing all three people on board, according to a preliminary report by the NTSB. The report does not cite the cause of the crash, but noted one goose was found in the helicopter's flight control system and others were found in the debris field. Debris. Whatever. A uh, report on the, the goose doesn't know the difference between debris and debris. No, but you do. A uh, report on probable cause could take up to two years to complete. The helicopter crashed on January 20th near, in a pasture near Hydro, about 60 miles west of Oklahoma City. As it was returning to Weatherford after taking a patient to an Oklahoma City hospital, the pilot and both AirVac uh, life team crew members, a flight nurse and a paramedic, were killed. But uh, maybe the goose was just trying to get us. Certification. I mean, was the goose like inside? It was the inside, helicopter. It said inside the flight controls. So I mean, the goose could have flown into the helicopter. Yeah, but maybe the goose was already there before they even took off. I mean, it's not like someone like brought the goose on the helicopter because it's like a I don't know. It's a uh, it's like an anxiety animal. It could be an like, emotional support. Animal. Yeah, emotional support goose. Huh. That's all. They kept hearing that. Yeah, honking. The, huh? You know, they're calling in radio calls, and then they can hear this goose. Uh, yeah. Huh? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just wondering because it's, it's like, you know, did the goose just like just fly in? You know, uh, when we took, remember years ago, we uh, or I went anyway to the uh, Northeast Helicopters Flight School. Yeah. And they took us on a tour of uh, of Springfield. Yes. Which looks just as bombed out as it does when you're actually down on the ground. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but they took us up in the helicopter. And then the guy, you know, he's giving a demonstration of how they uh, they prepare for emergencies. Right. So the guy shuts the rotors off. Oh yeah, we're gonna do uh, whatever they call that thing, like the te- whatever it is, a crash landing operation or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the name of it is. Right. And they shut the rotors off, and the whole helicopter just starts dropping out of the sky. Yeah. And then he turns it back on at the last second to safely bring you to the ground. That was pretty scary. Was that a necessary uh, display? Was that? Uh, did you really need to know that? No. No, I didn't. But uh, you know, they wanted to show off what they know, and yeah. you know, they're professionals. Obviously, we we made it safely back to the ground. Did you uh, soil yourself at any point during that flight? Oh, absolutely. Of course, absolutely. I would have. Yeah, I would have really loosened up. Um, but uh, but maybe that's what the goose was doing. Maybe the goose decided, hey, you know what? Let's scare the living bejesus out of these people and turn off the rotors, and then. He could only flip it down with the beak. He couldn't turn it back on. Right. Because the switches, may, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's got those little grooves. It's only for a finger. Well, I, I just know that you know, if, like, a, let's say there's, like, a uh, like a bug, like a hornet in the house or a bat gets in the house. Yeah. You know, you, everything stops, and you're just trying to get rid of the hornet or the bat or, you know, whatever yeah. you know, flies in, and you're, you're swatting it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, even if you're a pilot of a helicopter, I can I would imagine that's 
equally as distracting. The, the thing you want to do is get rid of the goose. You got to get rid of the goose. Yeah, you you, you're swatting around trying to get the goose out of the uh, the helicopter. Uh, yeah, I, goose though. You know, maybe he he's not a good flyer on his own. He was trying to get all the other geese in a V formation I don't to fly know. north I or don't fly know. south for the winter. Who should have minded his own damn business? Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 38. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Experience. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 39. It is 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 is giving you a chance to go to a Springfield Thunderbirds game with Pat Kelly. Enter Rock... Yes, I know. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? Uh, enter at rock102.com by the end of the day on February 18th for your chance to win. Pat's going to take five winners and their guests to join him on February 23rd. It's a Friday night game between the Thunderbirds and the Hartford Wolfpack. Your chance to go to a Thunderbirds game with Pat. Go to rock102.com for your chance to win from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Oh, that'll be a humdinger. You got to listen to Pat Kelly. Well, I mean, you're going in a group. I mean, you probably don't have to sit next to him the entire game. You could probably walk around the concourse a little bit. Yeah. Escape from him for a while. Yeah, I would just uh, escape from him no matter where he is. But, mm-hmm. uh, that's okay. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil, we uh, we heard that uh, nonsense on Friday. Predicted an early spring for just the twentieth time since Groundhog Day started over a hundred and thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. But a few uh, states over, things weren't all rainbows and butterflies on Friday. Kentucky has its own weather predicting Groundhog Day major, or had their own Groundhog because Major died on Groundhog Day. Come on. Uh, that's six more weeks of grieving. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Nobody wanted that at all. Before uh, you get Pete on the phone, he wasn't mishandled and his shadow didn't scare him to death or anything. He was close to 10, which is pretty old for a groundhog, and he died of natural causes. A uh, place called uh, Second Chances Wildlife Center took him in as a baby, and he lived there his entire life. They put out a statement saying they knew this was coming, and he passed away peacefully. Sadly, he was just about to retire. Oh, man. Ain't that the way it is? This was uh, said to be his final year of predicting before he turned things over to his protege, a younger groundhog named Josie Burrow, named after Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. Ah, okay, uh, sure. The uh, what? With the uh, wild, wait, that doesn't have much life left in him either. I don't know what. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow will be back. Don't you worry. The uh, Wildlife Center says right before Major passed, he coached Josie through her first forecast. And just like Phil, she also said we'll have an early spring. But you know what? That's what happens. You bring a younger animal into a, uh, the realm of an animal that's about to you know, expire. Mm-hmm. It almost kind of speeds up that process. Yeah, because they know they're being replaced, and yeah. uh, you know it. it uh, psychologically speaking, it causes a irreparable damage. You know what you can't have? You can't have irreparable damage with doing that. Not at that age. No, but uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Wasn't it the one on Long Island or died like two? Somebody dropped that one. They that, dropped yes. it, and then the thing died. Yeah, you're not. Which I'm very surprised they don't get dropped more often. <clears throat> this is why we should stop doing this stupid stuff. Although I would like to go to Gobbler's Knob for a, for an afternoon. Yeah, but that's for something totally different. Yeah, not on Groundhog Day. Yeah, like, I mean like, there'll be groundhogging going on, but uh, there yeah. won't be uh, Phil. Something's you know gonna see it, Shadow. Yeah. Well, 
depending, of course, on you know what the weather is that day. Ooh, six more weeks of gratification. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm not following that whole alpha male thing. No, no not, why should you? Not self gratification. Not, not self gratifying. <laughs> That's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> People are dumb, aren't they? They are sometimes. Uh, and that's all I got. Uh, I'm out of gas, Bex. Yeah, I'm out of gas. Well, you, you, listen, you had a big weekend. You had, uh, you had an event on Friday, event on Saturday, and comedy then, event last night. Yeah. You, 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 it's like you're working like around the clock. Yeah. It, it, uh, Something's got to give. Hope this weekend is a little bit lighter for you. Nope. I'm uh, I'm doing all kinds of stuff this weekend. So you gotta you got to find a way to, to, to have some you time. Me yeah, time. to relax. Yeah, you gotta relax. I don't have any of that. I don't. Uh, I don't oh, get all. You, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta figure out a way. It's. It's the way to live. No, I don't. I. I don't manage my time well for myself. I'm always. Do, you know. I mean, I have to do things. <clears throat> I. I you know, yeah. I, I got kids to take care of. Uh, that's like the number one important thing to me. So I. Sure. I take care of that. Then I got this. Then I got uh, comedy. Then I got. Uh, so, but the comedy is kind of like you time. Yeah, I mean that is that is for you. You're not doing that for the kids. No, but it's not. But but I but I like I need to go do these things and then go home. Like I don't have time yeah. to like hang out and you know, I don't know. I just don't have the time to do that. It's like I don't know. I don't even get time. It's not that I'm trying not to uh, self gratify. I just uh, don't have the time. Yeah, it's just about bad scheduling. Yeah, I don't have thirty seconds out of my day. I'm gonna have between eleven forty five and eleven forty nine. Yeah, yeah. Mm, boy, that's gonna be a tough squeeze. You uh, you keep yourself busy, don't you? Sure. Yeah. What, what do you do all day? Uh, yeah. TCB. Take, Take care, care of business. business. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about 8.57 at Rock 102. Hi, 